0: Long Island Gaming League. This is your boy Bruno. Uh, we're back into it. I haven't forgotten about you. It's been a while. We're back. It's been a while. <laughs> uh, joined today by my boy Tom. Tom, um, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, my man. Uh, how's uh How's the quarantine
1: been going, man? Quarantine's been okay. It's um I'm more of a homebody myself anyway. So, uh, my girlfriend and I. It's, it's been okay for us. Um, Obviously, you know, shopping and all that, it's been a bit of a hassle and not being able to see family as frequently as we normally have has been a bit rough, but we're both very fortunate enough to be able to, um, you know, work both of our jobs from home when we had to and um, slowly but surely working uh, our ways back into the office as well. But um, how about you? How's, how's quarantine been uh, treating you? you're you're the i can do it from home i'm the i can't do it from home i'm stuck
0: <laughs> at home for probably around 7 weeks already now and i cannot go to work although my work is considered um it's considered an a, an essential but because of having to go inside of people's houses and stuff like that they don't allow us so we're home i mean this is sure sure but on the flip side i've been able to dedicate myself a little bit more to my gaming so you know it's a lot of new stuff coming in on on my personal side in terms of gaming it and- seems
1: like almost everyone right now has been picking up controllers and, and whatnot on <laughs> during this quarantine i mean it's the perfect time to do so so a lot of people who you normally wouldn't see you know streaming or playing games they're they're sharing a bunch of gaming yeah. content and it's it's honestly from you know being gamers ourselves, it, it's nice to see it's uh, oh, yeah. you know, getting more- in this
0: perspective. I didn't have a webcam before and I still can't get one because every, even the cheapest webcams are all sold out because everybody is or <laughs> streaming yeah, or they're producing content or just to talk to, to the family or through the internet. It's, it's probably the best time to become a gamer but for the ones that were already gamers and already thought about getting into it, it was like the wrong moment for it to happen. Cause like if you weren't prepared, it, it, it wasn't going to happen. But I mean, you try to put in your time, you try to put in your effort and what comes out comes out. But uh, I mean, besides that, it's just trying to stay sane, you know, trying to maintain the family from killing each other and from you putting your head through a wall because you just <laughs> stuck in the house and it's just horrible but you know once there's gaming and you're able to shoot fictional characters instead of like
1: it's like a universal language too so uh no matter what age you are no matter what gender you are no matter uh, what language you speak you know wasd is uh is almost like a universal language but today bruno we are joined today by mr fernando fernando would you like to introduce yourself
2: Sure. Um, My name is Fernando Aguilar. Uh, I work with the Long Island Gaming League a lot when it comes to working with BOCES and the STEM programs. And, um, yeah, I pretty much kind of have my own little uh, content creation uh, company, per se. I wouldn't say more, I guess, more of a brand than anything. Um, The Cave Bros, which, yeah, my friend and I, we both co-founded. And, um, yeah, I'm just, you know just as bit, you know as big into gaming as you guys are you know That's pretty much it. Yeah, i'm just a i'm a gamer from from day one don't lie give us, man give don't us a little be... bit of
1: history about uh, yeah. day one and uh how you came <laughs> about and a little bit of history yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um
2: yeah. all right so basically um i mean it it really didn't start until probably about middle school was when i first got like a like a gaming laptop or my mom accidentally brought home a an alienware laptop
0: <laughs> lucky dog she,
3: like she, ooh she, what is this new toy
2: she, yeah you're like, she, mommy what did you get
0: me oh that's no good i'll take care of it you go not <laughs> home with this and she has no clue
2: yeah she i remember she got it from her uh from her job and she like brings home this green i i remember it so vividly it was like a green alienware laptop and she's just like yeah you know the the people at my job gave it to me because their son doesn't use it anymore and i figured you know we might as well have a laptop here in the house with the computer we have and i was just like i i I can i can use this you know (laughs) i I said i can use this you know if you if you don't mind me and and i remember uh the first thing i got into immediately was dota That was the first the first game i downloaded like straight off the bat my friends played it all the time, was Dota and TF2. And then uh, pretty much that kind of took even throughout high school until about Overwatch came out. Um, mm. And and the, my probably my best game and my biggest game, which Bruno knows was, was, was mm. Counter-Strike. I
0: was waiting for this one. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> uh, was Counter-Strike. And um, I actually didn't really get into that. I, I, I dabbled a little bit in high school. I played like, I remember I played for like three months in ju- my junior year of high school and then I didn't touch it all the way until my first year of college. Um, and just oh. within that year, a buddy of mine, uh, he played for some orgs, okay. you know, of course due to the documents we're not allowed to, I guess, speak on that, the, I guess on the specific orgs, sure, sure. but he did play on some orgs and, um, taught me the game pretty much at the pro level right. and he taught me pretty much how to get into it and i picked it up immediately mm-hmm. and pretty much about eight to maybe nine months after getting into it was when i started practicing with these with the, with, with uh with an organization
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: and uh yeah and then it was just pretty much just all of that and um counter-strike was just something that i kept playing and I, I just always stuck with it, still to this day. I played, you know, a lot. Um, and then now it was like I, I kind of started falling off the practicing, you know, with the orgs as much um, when I started to touch on Rainbow Six more often. Okay. Um, just cause I don't know, it re- like Counter Strike to me is still always going to be one of the best games, uh, in my opinion. Um, it's always- Ever yeah ever
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and it's just i don't know i I think maybe just the repetitiveness of it was kind of getting to me
1: okay that's fair you that's know yep.
2: and it was like when i got to taste a different game that was almost similar to counter-strike right it was just kind of like oh this is like a different take on counter-strike it's interesting you know, it adds more elements like Rainbow Six. You know, they have so many so many elements in that game mm-hmm. that I started to kind of like fall off of Counter-Strike. So for me, it's been a while since I've actually like kind of touched base with any any orgs. Um, You know, I've just pretty much after after I started playing more of Rainbow Six Siege, I just kind of got lost in that. And uh, I mean, it was kind of like also in hopes that maybe, you know, I would get good enough to uh to to make it to that level but um i mean and just after that it just it was just another pro like a repeat process of finding other games that i was interested in you know
1: sure sure so you're a man of many hats when it comes to uh the esports scene then
2: yeah yeah dude i i for another time frame i was really into fighting games
1: okay Hmm. interesting pretty much you've been all over the map (laughs)
2: yeah yeah so like after counter-strike came rainbow six siege um siege took over for for a while um i remember i i racked up in a year of playing rainbow six siege i racked up about 1200 hours (laughs) Um, okay (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah. (laughs) so um that was like in about a year of playing the game and then uh that's when i started touching base with tekken Okay. And Tekken um, was big in the land center that I worked at. My buddies and I, we, you know, um, I had some buddies that decided to open up a land center. They brought me in. They said, hey, you know, we feel like you'd be able to help us out a lot. So we started working together a lot there. And um, and then, you know, the Tekken community was kind of like growing in there. So I said, oh, this is kind of like cool. Like I, I like, you know, the way that the tournaments work, mm-hmm. right, where it's like it's not based on orcs. It's just based on your own skill. You could be somebody unsigned mm-hmm. who could still make a name for themselves. Still on, make an impact. Yeah, on like the on you know on like a world scale. Yep. So um I created a team. And funny enough, that's also kind of where my tag almost came from. Where my tag was uh before it was Jacket Man, I like shuffled through a lot of different gamer tags. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always just kind of, like, whatever was just, you know, whatever I thought was cool for, like, three months before I would switch <laughs> it again. <laughs> um, so, Jack and Man was kind of, like, what really built, like, kind of my own reputation, right? Mm. And, like, my own brand. Um, and that came through a, kind of just, like, a, a a series of a lot of people influencing it where it, I, I can't actually tell you the exact route. But I know it did come up once in a podcast, the idea okay. of it. And then from there, it was just kind of shuffling around the way I spelt it. So if you see it now, it's spelt without any of the vowels, except for the one, the A and man. Right. But prior okay. to that, it was like the jacket man, like all written out. And then I was like, wow, this is really long. Yeah. Then it was just jacket man all written out. And I was like, this is still really long. <laughs> <laughs> So I figured, you know, if it was going to be something that at least everybody could kind of uh, wrap their head around and you know remember, it should be something simple, right? So um, I pretty much just kind of simplified the way that it that it got written out, and then my organization got named after it. Where I was the Jacket Man, but my organization was called the Jacket Men. Okay. 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 So um, from there, I signed a bunch of you know i i had signed a bunch of tekken players and i said and you know and and um i paid for them to go to uh to go to tournaments along the east coast here so we went to um we were at defend the north we were at uh summer jam we were at east coast throwdown just pretty Mm -hmm. much the big the the big Mm -hmm. fighting game tournaments along the east coast okay and um yeah, and then from there, it was just kind of like signing these like really good, talented players on Long Island and just in New York. Um, and from there, I would say that my talent pool from Tekken was probably consisted of some of the best players, you know, uh, as a collective mm-hmm. around the area. Um, now some of them even, you know, win like the locals in, uh, um, or, or come up really close in the locals in, in the city which is you know mm-hmm. super tough knowing that the competition you know knowing the competition out there Oh, definitely. um so they play you know now they're you know they're even better now you know from what they were before um but it was just nice you know it's nice to know that i i got to you know be a part of that
1: that's um different side yeah that's not different. only be a part of it but you help create that i mean that's that's something huge that um i feel like you know you know we know lots of people in organizations very few who you know start their own and you know really be successful with it it's um it's it's like you said when you first started, it's like a business um mm-hmm. which it really is yeah. um so just having the fair mind to not only you know be a player but also be in essence uh almost you know entrepreneurial um admirable very very cool um something yeah. that you know we love we love to see especially you know so, so close to home
2: Yeah, I think that it's it's just good to get in in like involved with anything you can in esports because it's all it's all possible. You know, if you want to create a team, you know, you just take whatever, even if it's just a small investment. Right. And then just drop it onto a a, a few people that not only are talented at what they do, but can also build your brand. Right. So if you have talented players who also get recognized at the tournaments by some of the better players, you know, that's what you're kind of looking for. People who stream, you know, people who kind of already made their own name and then can also help boost, you know, while you're helping them by assisting them when it comes to paying for tournaments and stuff like that, they're helping you because they're known. And then now on top of that, they might see, you might see their tag, but and then you see your orgs tag right before their name. Right. So it's kind of like if you were to see, um, you know, I guess back for, You know, for CSGO's sake, let's say we were talking about Stewie 2K, you know, Mm -hmm. and then you saw the C9 or or Shroud, right? And at that time you saw the C9, so you always knew what part, what organization they were part of. Mm -hmm. So it even works like that on a local base where it's just like, oh, wow, this guy is a really talented player. A lot of these big players at least know of them, and then now they see the org that they play for, Mm -hmm. right? So it starts to legitimize kind of what you've built. Right based off of even a small, again, a, a small investment. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, you know? I didn't have like thousands of dollars that I was going into it with, you know? It was just kind of like whatever I made at the country club I worked at, I would pay out to people who couldn't afford to go to tournaments, but I knew were good enough to to win in place in tournaments.
0: You know what it is at the end of the day? It's not just... It... it, it... How am I going to say it? It's not always about the dollar. Mm-hmm. It's... And the way that you put it, that you did have some of the best players in the area, but that's – the key word there is in the area. You're investing in players from here, local players, which you see all these other big organizations. You got guys from north, south, east, west, multiple countries. You you did a good thing, which was investing in local talent, which – i don't i don't i don't know if i've heard too much about that you know like other other organizations other people doing stuff like that it, it it's not just all about the money It's also about that you're investing in local talent you're putting long island and new york well, it's not as much new york but long island itself on a different scale of what it was before when you have all these you could probably have the best player in the world living here in Long Island, but if he, he it's like, you said, like you're also saying you might not have the money or the possibility to go to these tournaments, and you were giving them this opportunity to put their you know, their skill set out there and making a name for themselves and at the same time also making a name for Long Island, so, I mean that, that's also I think, I think more enough of you know signing them, that itself. I think that, that that's much bigger than anything, that that any money that you could have given them it was, you know, recognize their skills and giving them the possibility to put their name and their look where they live out on the map, you know?
2: Yeah, no, of course, you know, and, and that was kind of my goal. My goal was Long Island, the population is here and the players are here. It's just nobody gets to be seen here, you know? um the 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 law the land center that um that we had it was like we you know we try to help build that right it's like where do you see tournaments get played on long island you know it it, it doesn't happen it doesn't happen nobody does things out here unless you're a smash player exactly and where's the opportunity for the tekken players where's the opportunity for or people who might maybe we're not even just talking about fighting games but even other games you know, like where are you gonna play a, a a land CSGO tournament? It doesn't happen around here at all. You know? So at that time, you know, we we didn't really have anything that that would do that. So we were like, why aren't we the people to do that? You know, why don't why don't we do that? And and we did. You know, we we worked with the we worked with the high schools, and we put on a few events at Nassau Coliseum. Um, and it it opens up opportunities and. You know, granted, it didn't turn into anything bigger, but at least you gave it a shot. Right. At least you're, you're giving your community a chance. And that's pretty much just all you you know, that's that, that was the whole goal about the whole thing. Exactly. So um, now pretty much after all of the whole fighting games, things happened. Um, I still kind of stayed in tune with a few of the players mm-hmm. and I still would help them out. Um, and to this day, you know, I, uh, I like mostly the I have a Street Fighter guy who uh, he's kind of like, like one of my main players that I, that I stick with, you know, a lot. I, I help him out a lot. Um, I stick with him. And then pretty much now is just about kind of focusing on what I want to do. You know, I, I uh, I've gotten to try everything. And now I'm kind of like turning my focus into uh seeing exactly what it is that I want to fall into. And right. for me, one of the big things is, is production. Like I really love, you know, the streaming and production of events, um, you know, like live production. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something to me, I love it. You know, it was
0: a content so creator, fun. basically.
2: Essentially. Yes. But more on, on like an event scale, right. You know, a content right. creator, like in a, in-house things, you know, yeah. I'll do, I'll do for fun, mm-hmm. but something that I want to look more into is, is doing live events you know, for, Beautiful. you know, on a larger scale. Cause I got to, I got to, you know, get a taste of it. I got to be in, in these stadiums and I've gotten to, you know, to be part of the production
3: mm-hmm.
2: as a commentator, as an MC right. and even as like a, a, as a stream manager, you know, where I'm standing behind the computer and I'm figuring, you know, and I'm, I'm changing the cameras and working on all that stuff. So I, since I've gotten to try it, I've started to feel like that's kind of something that I'm enjoying more in eSports, so I'm you know right now I'm, I'm in school, I'm pretty much doing that, but um, on the side at, you know, while I'm here at home, I, I try to work on it as much as possible, especially now with quarantine. I'm trying to right. you know I'm using this time now to just to just kind of mm-hmm. learn and absorb any information I can on that uh, on that. Sure.
1: yeah, it's especially you. it's especially a weird time right now because uh, you see you know typically you talking you know you talk about production, you're talking about people going to events, people, you know, going to the stadiums and having those big teams, you know, sitting behind the stage, you know, working on that kind of thing. Right now, production has been different. And, I mean, I'm someone who watches the Overwatch League, so I've been watching kind of what they've been doing as far as production goes. And it's impressive. I mean, it's it, we're in a very unprecedented situation, and, you know, they're making it work. You know, they're, they're not stopping things, but... Um, you know, everyone's basically, you know, home, production teams are home, all the MCs, all the shoutcasters, they're all home in their apartments and such. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like, especially if you were to, you know, learn right now in like almost a worst case scenario, um, getting back to normal, um, I, I don't want to say it would be easier, but it's good to kind of get both sides of it under your belt, you know? So you're know, like, Hey, if this happens, I'll be prepared and I'll be able to adjust accordingly. So yeah. you know, being someone into production, I'm sure right now it's almost like a learning situation, um, which is really cool too.
2: Well, I, I mean, think. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bruce. No, no, no. I,
0: I was gonna say he was bringing up the Overwatch, and you probably can concur with me with this one. But the ESL is—they're still going on with the Counter Strike, uh, uh, the, the 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 year league, and they're they're still fighting to go towards the finals and all that, and they're doing everything from the players at home. Yeah. And The production is, I mean, you have the problems that I've seen every once in a while, like games get postponed because of bad connections of the players because they're playing from home.
1: The inevitable uh, things that just get in the way. Exactly,
0: but but they're still going forward with their stuff. And in terms production wise, it seems like it's the same thing as if they would be playing in a stadium. I mean, it now is the time to learn certain things that you wouldn't learn if you would be doing a normal. Normal, normal tournaments and, and you're doing it from, with players at different positions in different places of the world. You know, it, it now, is, now is actually the best time for that, I think. I mean, for, for production people, I think this, this couldn't be, you know, this is, this is one of the best times that they can ever have because you start to learn stuff that you would never learn because it, it's that thing. It's, it, it's something, this isn't something never heard of. I've never heard of tournaments been done like this, mm-hmm. at this scale talking about world championships being fought like this. So,
2: well, I think that's the, you know, that's just the beauty of of like just being able to just of production in general, right? It's like, you know, you would think, "Oh, well, we're in this situation, everything is going to be on pause, right? Like we're not going to be able to see any more events, we're not going to be able to see any more leagues, any tournaments." None of that, you know, I know you watch Overwatch League, you watch ESL. I I watch a lot of League of Legends, you know, mm-hmm. and and they did their thing too, you know, and Again, it's like the production looks just as good as Bruno said. Mm-hmm. It looks just as good as a, as a live event would too, and that's the nice part about the production is is that even if it's just working out of an office, you know, if these guys are just running it out of an office, they can still do it from there, you know. They don't, you know, without the stadium, and you still get the same production quality and you still get the same viewership and and it, and it works. It works. So you know, I, I definitely know that there are companies out there you know that were affected by it you know of course, right, of course everybody's missing out on on whatever ticket sales and and just even a lot of events that mm-hmm. got canceled you
1: know mm-hmm. which it's is the unfortunate themselves the, the venues
2: yeah the venues and even mm-hmm. the companies you know the companies the that companies, got canceled on right where it's yeah. like they were like okay you got to be out in vegas but oh, never mind you know e3 is canceled or something right mm-hmm. um stuff like that so it, it does raise the question, though, like, what's going to happen after after the quarantine? You know, what, are, are the live events still going to be the same way that they sure. were beforehand?
1: Is it going to go back to normal? Or, you know, are people going to say, hey, this isn't too bad. Like, we can do this. Uh, yeah. Are they saving money by not, you know, by not doing X, Y, Z? Um, is it being more costly? I mean, there's going to be a lot of factors that are going to be looked into that probably weren't really looked into before. Um, yeah.
2: Because, like, I'm a, I'm a big UFC fan, and mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys have been, you know, watching at all, but um, they've been doing it with no crowds. And
3: mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. yep.
2: there's even a lot of fighters who are saying that they actually prefer the fights without the crowds just because now when they're in the middle of a fight, they can actually hear their coaches in their corner, uh-huh. Uh-huh. right? And it's just like, oh, like, this adds a different element to my fight. Sure. It's like if I can hear my coaches now, we're now we're even getting better entertainment because of it. You know, like Mm -hmm. yesterday, I watched I watched a UFC card and those fights were amazing. And why? It's because any fighters, usually the crowd is so loud, you can't hear your coaches telling you what adjustments to make. Yeah, exactly. Now they can hear them. They make the adjustments. They can even hear their opponents, coaches and the commentators. So it's almost like you have all of the coaches in your corner right Mm -hmm. and you can use that to help you so what's going to happen with that you know are are fighters going to prefer to have it with no crowd you know they're still getting their money from from the pay-per-views they're still getting their money from all the viewership that they're getting they're not getting ticket sales but they're still putting on fights and they're still able to pay their fighters so you know it really does raise a question as to to what might happen afterwards
0: I mean I don't think that it, it, even even not just the UFCs and all that stuff but even esports wise they the I don't see them not doing you know tournaments without people just because of the revenue you know the money that they get in from all these things mm-hmm. but you might have different stuff happening yeah they might they might try different stuff different situations or I mean They'll, there's, you're gonna, when this all goes back to normal, which who knows what the normal is going to be after this, right. but, uh, but I mean, I, I see a lot of change. Not mm. total 360, but I see that things are going to change. A lot of stuff is going to change in, in many ways. They might reduce the number of people that are going, which would contribute to that whole less background noise and 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 you can concentrate more on what your coaches say although in the esports way of doing things it's a little different because you do have your coach that has a microphone and a headset that's connected to yours Mm -hmm. so you don't have that back the the, the back noise Mm -hmm. but in terms of everything else I mean I don't see the NFLs and MLBs not doing without people in I mean, no, I mean, for them, it
1: also, it just goes down to, you know, the business aspect of it. Right. Um, even if players, for example, would, you know, like, you know, a little quieter, they can actually hear, you know, calls and all that. Yep. Uh, the organizations, they still got to make the money to keep it running. So um, we may see maybe like a mix, maybe less. Uh, it's, it's, hard mm-hmm. to, again, it's hard to say exactly. I mean, again, it's such an unprecedented situation. Who knows what could possibly happen?
0: I mean, um, Fernando could probably say the same thing as I did back in the day in school. How many people used to watch games that used to be played? Maybe, like, student body, that would be it. Maybe 20, 30 people at one time. <laughs> did we ever have a problem with that? Okay. Nope. Did we have coaches, Fernando, back in the day? Of course. Yeah. But It's just, it things are, things are different. What This seems like it's going to probably go back to what it used to be. You know, it's more like a... It's it, it. I think I I actually think this might start running away from the whole money factor and start being more of a I don't know trying to give a better experience to people that when they don't have to you know not worrying so much about it. So this can go so many ways. It's, it all depends on what they want to do and which way they want to go. I mean, it's it's a strange yeah. time.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. Well, um. I actually, funny enough, I, I kind of wanted to bring something up to you, Bruno. Um,
0: oh, oh boy.
2: Because you texted me, you texted me the other day. You said, "Hey, you know, if you want to play some Valorant."
1: Oh God. To I let was you know. About to ask you about Valorant. <laughs> the Next words out of my mouth. Okay. That's so
2: funny because I, 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 it's funny. I heard something come from like your icon over here, so I was just like, "Oh," I, I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but like we got to the same page. Bruno tell what's me up? what's going what's going on man what's going on are, are, you,
3: ah. are you
2: feeling it is it the is it the same feel is it too different like
1: yeah you, I mean, you my first question the, is have the, you guys played it before both of you guys have you ever played it both of you Valorant I've actually been playing Valorant frequently I played okay.
2: a lot of Valorant so far okay now
1: this is coming from someone with zero CS:GO experience I right. once opened CSGO as a game. I've What's
0: it. your point of view? Tell me.
1: I am personally loving it. I Why? think it, it is as much, and now again, I'm I'm an Overwatch guy. Overwatch has you know, been my main mm-hmm. game for a very long time. Mm-hmm. This is bringing back the. I don't necessarily know. I mean, obviously, Overwatch has a lot of skill involved, mm-hmm. but the cooperation needed and the the pinpoint skill needed is just it's different Uh and from someone again someone not coming from cs it's fresh for me since i don't have that background um but i definitely understand why cs is the game it is and why cs has the sustainability that it has you have no clue you you you, you have no clue what keep on going (laughs) You
0: have Uh, no. The fact that,
1: like you were saying before, CS:GO as a game, Mm -hmm. yes, it's repetitive, but it's different. It's different. Right. It's almost as if I mean every game can be a little different. uh, Mm -hmm. You're going against. It's not about the uniqueness per se, but it's about clicking foreheads, basically.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Which I I appreciate, and I again I've been really enjoying it it's a game where you know you need to be methodical you need to be calculated you need to really hone down listen pay attention mm-hmm. be aware listen mm-hmm. to your teammates and aside from that there are plenty of opportunities to also pop off on your own um yeah. it's interesting and, and again i've been loving it but i wanted to hear your guys' opinions because you guys have that background you guys have that CSGO mentality already okay so, so you i want to hear you guys talking so this, the way I see it,
0: and a lot of people bust my balls because of it, but it's the whole thing of oh, the whole conversation every once in a while comes out before the whole, now that they have the whole competitive, like ranked kind of gameplay before that came out when everything was like, everything was on the same plane, playing, you know, everything was on the same level with everybody and, and all that everybody was on the learning curve. People keep on asking, kept on asking, and I asked everybody the same thing, the whole thing: "What do you prefer, CS:GO or this?" And everybody was—I would say—I still prefer CS:GO, but this feels very alike in certain ways, but it also caters to, and I could. I, for everybody that out there that doesn't know, me and Fernando, although we did play CSGO, I think our age levels are still a little bit different. I think for Fernando's a little bit younger than me. So I mm-hmm. I was from when CSGO, before CSGO came out. When Fernando came in, CSGO had already come out. I came from Counter-Strike Source, which was already itself different you know, in many, well, not many ways, but a lot of ways from CSGO. And what I can say personally from my time playing was, I think Riot was list somehow was listening to what we, when I say we was we from the late '80s, early '90s, were asking for. In certain ways, was okay. Rewind. <laughs> no, I'll explain to you why I rewind. My okay. time there was no Overwatch. My time was, we had a game with maybe a lot, of, a lot of the people out there that are listening have never heard of, which was uh, Unreal Tournament.
2: Great game. Great game. <laughs>
0: Incredible game, which still exists. Nothing compared to what it used to be, but moving on. Which also derived a little bit from another game, Quake, which was another game that we, which a game that we used to play back in the day, too. Another great game. Exactly. (laughs) They're all great games. Now, most of us from Unreal Tournament, which was... From people that are playing now and playing games like Doom, the new Doom that came out, it was a little bit like that. But in terms of visuals, although it was much much more pixelated, the games and the the quality of of the production was beautiful, but the quality of the game itself in terms of visuals was... I think compared to what you have now, nowadays, it wasn't as realistic. But a lot of us rotated towards CSGO uh, uh, source, uh, Counter-Strike source. And we felt the need of that visual, of the beautiful, of the nice, of the not so square. You know, you it, 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 it was different. We wanted the, the characters to look different. We wanted the guns to look different, we wanted the, 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 the sounds, you know, not not so, there's not an exact word, but I mean, it's, 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 we were crying at the time for something like this. Because to me, this game, although I do get criticized a lot for saying it, feels a lot like CSGO. I never played Overwatch. But from what I've seen, and I've seen a lot of competitive gaming and all that, it's, it looks a lot like Overwatch in a way. The special abilities of the players, the way the players look, all that. It, it looks like they mixed the gameplay, the way the game feels from Counter-Strike, and the way the game looks from Overwatch. In my point of view, the game needs a lot of work. Don't get me wrong, it needs a lot of work. There's a lot of stuff that needs to be changed, and I, not and I, I to me, it I actually think it doesn't help with this whole competitive that came in now, with the whole metal, the the whole metal uh, tiers and all that. I don't think it helped. I think they shouldn't have came out with that until the actual full game came out. I actually think that that's ruining the game. But it it needs work, yes. The game is coming out pretty soon. Unfortunately, now it's only the beta version, which for me took a week and a half to be able to get it, get access to it.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Worth it. <laughs> although, although now I haven't played it. And, uh, I'm a bad boy because I haven't played it for like two weeks now. It's because I got mad at the game and I haven't touched it. Um, but... From when i was playing i love the game and i see the way they're trying to take it and i to me hands down i put everything on the line when i say this i think this is going to be the next blow up in terms of esports game this thing is going to be incredible insane if they're able to fix it properly if they're able to put it at a level that has no problems has no issues that it's fair. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Just map-wise, the way the games, the, the maps are laid up, there's too many blind spots. And for uh, I, talking to 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 Fernando, which is another CSGO, CS go CS Counter Strike person, knows what I'm what I'm talking about in terms of the blind spots in Counter Strike. You have blind spots, but when you look at the when you're going to check out to make sure nobody's in the blind spot, you know there's nobody there. You're good. In this game, it's much different. There's a lot of blind spots inside of the blind spots, behind boxes that you look. Oh yeah, there's nobody there, but meanwhile, there's somebody there, because for some reason, it's it's just the way that the maps are built. And 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 and, and, I, and I, last time I played, I heard a lot of a lot of people on every game that I was playing was complaining about the blind spots, and it's just it, it needs work, but. Once it is at 100%, guarantee, if you're looking into investing in the game, besides Counter-Strike, if you like Counter-Strike, but you want something a little bit with more salt and pepper, you don't want to go into the whole crazy of Battle Royales and Call of Duties,
1: huh. this is the game for you. Fernando, what do you think?
2: Um, I definitely agree. Uh, you know, a lot of it, uh, a lot of the maps, I think, need a lot. Uh, they need work. They definitely do need work. Uh, some of them have gotten better, uh, but they still need work. And, of course, there's still time. I mean, again, we're, we're, we're only in beta phase here, you know. So um, this is what this is for. This is, you know, their time to, to look, see exactly how everything plays out, see what the people think about it, and then, you know, of course, fix it. But overall... I really enjoy the game, um, mm-hmm. you know. Of course, I yeah, I am a I am a very big, you know, CSGO fan, but I was also a big Overwatch fan, mm-hmm. you know, for a long time. In Overwatch, I was I, I played Overwatch from when it first was dropped. Mm-hmm. I remember when the first the game first came out. I didn't know what it was. My brother had a PlayStation 4. I was just like, sure, let me get this game just because it's it looks interesting, right? Um, next thing I know, I was I was master rank in overwatch, <laughs> you know? um, And I, I really did like overwatch, but what drove me away from it was the things that they were started to come out with. Like, I don't know, Tom, uh, you know, I'm assuming that you played it for a long time as well, mm-hmm. but when they started adding new characters, I just kind of started to like fall off because I felt like it was hard to balance a game like that. You know, um, when you have, sure. when you have a lot of abilities and, kind of like what they you know um it's almost like uh, similar to like the to to the MOBAs to like the whole mobile world you know like League Mm -hmm. of Legends and whatnot Mm -hmm. you know you have so many abilities so many ultimates that it's tough to balance it yep no matter which way you look at it it's always going to be tough to balance it that's going to be a thing with this game that it's going to be tough to balance you know you look at you look at League of Legends what happens every time Riot comes out with a new character Everyone somebody plays that character, and why? somebody
0: else gets nerfed.
2: Yeah, why? Why is it that every you know everyone plays this new character? It's because this new character is the best character in the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they it, and it, it's either they come out, they're the best character in the game, or they come out and they're not as good, so nobody plays them. So right. it's either everyone plays them or no one plays them. It's hard to balance that in comparison to a game like Counter Strike, where Counter Strike everything is set since day one. You know, it for the most for the most part now, you're just starting to see updates really in the price changes of guns, which changes the meta. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much all that changes the meta. You know, the guns don't shoot, you know, they don't shoot different. An AK still shoots like an AK and it still hits one tap to the head for a kill. Mm-hmm. An op will always be a one tap to the body or the head. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the guns always work the same. And when it comes to these games that have abilities, it's not yeah and it's hard to balance that and that's why it's like that that's what scares me the most about valorant as much as i love the game and it really brings in all of the elements of what i loved from overwatch which was not just a shooter but a shooter mm-hmm. with with more i guess salt and pe- you know and pepper right. right it it was more than just a shooter you know you had so much more to play around with Right. And from day one, like I was a junk rat player. Why? Because I love explosives. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm just over here just firing nades everywhere and throwing, you know, throwing a landmine. <laughs> so it's like you get to play. You get to mess around with more than just the shooting aspect where I got the shooting aspect from Counter-Strike, which I love. Again, you know, now instead of me running my AK, I run around with a vandal. Yep. you know and that's my gun that's no matter what i will take a vandal over any other gun in that game you know i was never much of an opera i was always i was always somebody who liked the ak yep. so now it's like i get so it, it gives me, me the elements of the two games that i really did like um in one game but again what scares me is now how are we going to keep this a balanced game that's the problem sure and, i you got know, you and it Man. makes it so hard on them because just right off the bat, who was the most broken character? Raze. Why? Because she has nades. You know, yep. she has explosives that do crazy damage and she has an ultimate that's an almost guaranteed kill no matter when you have it.
0: And who's the and who's the player that... The the, the, the character that people try to stay more away from?
2: Raze. Oh, oh, now, like, in the game? Mm-hmm. Like, who people don't touch? Mm-hmm. Um, that... I mean, it's For tough... Instance... It's hard. Brimstone is... The thing is, like, a lot of people don't play Brimstone, but I've seen good Brimstones.
0: He has very I, good utility. I only play Brimstone. I, I've I dedicated really myself like just playing Brimstone. But the is that get... ultimate is insane. Only problem is, is once they feel that that ultimate is coming out and it's going there, they have two seconds to run. And, I mean, in all this time since I've had, I've probably got a five kill and a four kill maybe once.
2: Mm-hmm. I would say the thing with that game, I think Omen is another tough character.
0: Yes, because Got too the, much going on.
2: It's with Omen, you catch his ultimate, and it's not that it's not that hard to catch. You know, they had to they had to reduce the the area in which you could hear the sound of his ultimate mm-hmm. because before you would hear it and you knew exactly where to run. Mm-hmm. And on top of he, that, he the,
1: had the Reaper problem from Overwatch.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, like with his ultimates, you for the most part you know where they're gonna go. for sure omens are very predictable people who were playing omen back then what were they doing they were just teleporting into your spawn so it's like if i saw omen had the if i saw omen had his his ultimate what would i do i would just kind of sit back and i would wait and i'd be like all right well if you know I'll, i'll wait it out while the rest of my team starts to slowly push and then once he pops his ultimate i'll be ready to get him you know and people were being very predictable with it but it made it harder for the Omen players, when I could hear you mm-hmm. far away, it's like I, I hear you coming. All right, I'm just going to run to you. And on top of that, you have that delay that you have to wait for the little animation before he takes his gun out. That's when you get him. And, and then
0: you know it's going to be behind you. Four mm-hmm. out of five times, you know it's going to be behind you or heaven. You, exactly. know you know you have those two seconds and you, it's it. But for new players, when you hear it, you don't know it still works. But I mean, I don't see and, them nerfing those kind of things.
2: Yeah, and it, but it's hard, again, it's going to be hard to balance. And and yeah. something with, with brimstone, you know, brimstone. He has amazing utility, right? Yep. But it's like with his smokes, I'm seeing so many people because like people, it's the stewy, it's the stewy effect again, right? Where it's like people, they're like, okay, well, I'll drop these smokes as brimstone, right? And then I'll mm-hmm. go in, I'll push, I'll go plant or something. Yep. And next thing I know, nobody's watching the smokes. So what is happening? People are just running through them. Yep. And and it's like that's 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 another thing where it's like you could beat you could beat people like that because there's a lot of people who aren't prepared for that because they weren't around in CS:GO for that.
1: I yeah. think part of the problem with that is, like you said, they weren't around for CS:GO. So I feel like there's one of the problems that Alan is probably seeing is that people are coming in expecting and an FPS minded overwatch experience where really what it is, is CSGO with some pizzazz, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's really, I mean, it has some aspects that are similar to overwatch, but at its core, it's a CSGO game. And I feel like people who are using those utilities in that aspect, they're not really utilizing it properly because they're expecting these, these abilities and stuff to be, um, almost game changing and they're not focusing in on checking your corners, making sure um, you know your 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 crosshair placement is where it should be um, and as far as balancing goes, I mean like I said the abilities I think that the abilities are useful very few abilities are going to be game winning you know round winning. Mm-hmm. In my opinion. Um, and I mean it's riot. They are they know what they're doing. I mean, they, they took a game like like League and built it into an empire of a game, you know, one of the most profitable games that ever was, um, especially revolving around esports. I am confident that they're gonna be able to fix it up. Um, obviously, Valorant is gonna have issues, it's brand new, it's gonna have issues. I think they have the ability, and I think they have the team to fix it up and make it into, like Bruno, like you were saying, the next big thing. Uh, the next Fortnite, if you will. I don't know if it'll ever replace CS for, you know, those true... Oh, hell mess, no. Yes, no fans. You better but, <laughs> but I think that it's going to at least earn the respect of true. all of those... It already has. Hardcore CS yes, guys. It already I, has, trust me.
2: I think, I think that, you know, I, I definitely don't disagree with the fact that um, it's going to be big in esports. You know, I, I said it since the, you know, the first day that I started seeing like all this, you know, all these big streamers start playing mm-hmm. it and then just kind of like how organizations already started investing mm-hmm. into their teams yep. before yep. the game was even out. You know, like one of my favorite CS players is Brax. And I saw immediately he got signed by T1. And I was just like, the, the, it's it's, the, it's a beta <laughs> it's beta and you guys already signed three yeah. players at that point you know we're getting ready <laughs> so like i you know i knew that right after the bat I and mean, when i saw all these teams start to invest into players i was just like yeah this this is going to be a big e-sport um but back to your point tom where where we're talking about like you know the the game winning things um game the round winning um abilities the only one that I really think, again, is an issue is is still the raise one. But it's mm-hmm. like, what can you do? Yeah. You know, like, let's say you're in a situation where you're diffusing,
3: mm-hmm. right?
2: And this raise is just waiting for you right mm-hmm. around the corner. And then you hear it. You hear it go off. What do you do? You know, where do you go? Because that right. thing is so fast. Like, right. you can try that's to jump away. One of the few
0: that can actually. Nah, you can't jump away. Just the, the, the area that it affects it's Yeah, and that's the thing. It's a like,
2: big area. You can try, but. That person really has to mess up their shot yeah. for you oh, yeah. to be able to get away, right? So, you know, the balancing—it's—it's it's gonna be weird. And when I, when I start thinking about characters, I I can't even like think like what 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 they're gonna add. You know what I mean? Like what mm-hmm. what what other characters are we gonna get? Like what what are gonna? I be I hope they the, don't. Just I
0: just know? hope really hope that they leave the characters that they have right now. And don't I think go they've crazy. already
1: I think they are already leaked um oh. some some things about new characters there- that we have planned. I don't know how specific they were, but I did hear, you know, through the grapevines about um, leaking new character information. But <sighs> I mean,
2: I know I heard them say something about a new character, but I know. They... Too. Yeah. But I also mm-hmm. know that they said that they don't want to keep their character pool large. Right. They want to keep it very small and they want to keep their map pool fairly small mm-hmm. for now, which I agree with. You know, uh, I don't want to get to the point where Overwatch is now, which, you know, no, of course, no disrespect to Overwatch. Overwatch is a great game um i've just kind of lost my interest in the game mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the direction that it's gone into um but i mean you know what, what you know what are you gonna do right um it's just it, i think it's just a little too much i think that they've i think that they've gone a little too far when it comes to the characters because what are they at now they're i know they're over 30 at this point 30... jesus
1: christ
0: six three four three five then how, inv- how do you invest on playing on on learning a character
2: but here's the problem. The problem is whenever the meta shifts, now you have the same six to eight characters that are going to be played, right? And what happens with the rest of the roster?
1: That's one of the biggest problems that they had, which is why they started implementing the hero pools, mm-hmm. um, which has been most important, you know, in you know, in the uppers and the Overwatch League. And that's why they actually did um, take it away for anyone under Master's. Yeah, um, but for a while, the entire community was seeing those hero pools because they wanted to shake up the meta, because they wa- didn't want it to be just a static standard six every time.
2: Yeah, um, just the same. Like I, I came back very briefly, mm-hmm. and I think I came back at the wrong moment because right, I, right. I, I definitely want to come back. It was during goats.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and goats is the reason <laughs> they implemented two two two.
2: Yeah. So when when the goats meadow was a thing, for me. It was so upsetting because mm-hmm. I was I'm all about DPS,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? But it's like how how if it doesn't fit the meta, I can't right. make it ideal when right. I go to play ranked because then my teammates are just gonna flip on me for not following the meta. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like I can't I can't go out of my way and be like, hey, you know what? This round I you know I I really want to mess around with whatever Torbjorn if you know. Meanwhile, Torbjorn is seen as a meme. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not you know anymore. He's actually he's actually very strong right now.
2: Yeah, I, I've heard he's I've heard he's gotten a lot better, right? But I'm but like at that moment, right? It's no, like, I got gotcha. you. I, I couldn't do anything. Before Tor was Sy- a
1: joke. Sim was a joke.
2: Yeah, and before um, Symmetra's rework, which Bastion, I
1: Bastion, forget about it. Um, it's actually at a place right now where it, it is pretty healthy now. The goats meta did a lot for the game, and not only did it bring about two two two, but it brought about so much power creep. They were raising the power of so many heroes to counteract that GOATs before goats came into play. And then once they went to 222, they didn't flip back right away. So they did revert a lot of the changes, but it took a long time. So you had so many heroes that were just unbelievably strong, and metas were kind of busted. Um, and so I think they've they've gotten it to a point where it is pretty healthy where you can kind of play. Lots of different styles. I mean, you can play dive, you can play bunker, you can play, um, you know, the brawly uh, death ball kind of comp, You and you can get away with it. No hero right now. Um, I mean, obviously, depending on your level, depending on where, you know, your, your SR. Yeah. No hero in Overwatch right now is a throw pick. Even Bastion. Um, mm-hmm. Which right now, it's, in my opinion, it's one of the healthiest states it's been in even though they have added so many new characters. um, I personally, you know, play the majority. Um, As far as learning, you know, it's like what you're saying when a new new character comes out in basically any game, everyone's gonna be playing that character. Mm -hmm. Um, I like to play play other characters around it to figure out the counters, for example. Um, And that's kind of how I learn the character. Valorant, I don't think, is going to come to that issue. I think they are going to take it much lower, And I think they... I mean, uh, they said they were going to. Um, and I think it's definitely the right play. Because, again, they would definitely risk the Overwatch problem where it's going to be more MOBA, less FPS. And I think they're smart enough to not go that route. And I think they are going to really... Honed down the FPS. I mean, they've already put out tons of patch notes for the guns themselves. I mean, the the vandal just got the. I think that both the Vandam and the phantom both got small buffs. But the vandal, the spread. Um, I think the spread um, recovery time just got increased, um, and the vertical recoil was reduced or something uh, you know along those lines. But um, I'm confident that Ride's gonna do the right thing with it, and, and I think that. As far as balancing, as far as what they're gonna be doing with new um, new agents, etc. I'm confident they'll they're red right thing. Yeah um,
2: okay. I, I, I have tons of faith in Riot. You know, yeah. they're they're they know exactly what they're doing and they're great at what they do. Um I'm somebody who I like to I, I like to be very critical. Mm-hmm. You know, I like to look at it in that way just so, you know, I can kind of see what the company does to react Mm -hmm. to it right you know like a lot of people in the community are kind of similar to me where they they find all these little things they find all these little issues they point them out just to see what the company is going to do right to counteract that um again like i I said i think i came into overwatch at the wrong time Mm because i want to give it another chance i've seen where it got like where Mm -hmm. it went towards the end of goats meta my favorite team to watch was nyxl why because they were doing they were doing things to try to break it Right. They, they, you know, I saw them attempting a lot of, you know, different comps and, you know, Tom, you know, that NYXL has always been known for, for having such a great dive comp, right. Mm -hmm. Prior to, to, to the whole goats thing that, you know, later on, they started to like really try to change things up to try to fix that. Right. And just, just, just to even test something, right. That would, that would, that would counteract that. And eventually they did fix it. And, you know, I, now I do want to go back and just check out the game to see how, you know, to see how it's going. Because, you know, I, I love the way that the gameplay was. I love the game that I love the way that the game was played. And that's why I think I, it, it makes me like Valorant so much, because it's, it's, it's just the combo of the two games that I really liked. So, you know, it, it's, it's just going to be really interesting in mm-hmm. seeing where they go, because especially now, even for a beta, it's clean.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. And what I, I like about it too is that, yes, it looks very pretty, mm-hmm. but you can tell they've even held back a lot of graphics just to ensure it's sharp. Mm-hmm. They've been
0: fixing. It- they've been fixing the graphics every time there's an update. You notice that the, the graphic. There's things that are getting fixed on the the way the yeah. moves. they move. they,
2: they definitely, definitely have everything stashed away. They're just kind of waiting. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, let's just fix everything else, and then we'll slowly incorporate everything right right they're definitely they're definitely
1: focusing on the gunplay they're definitely focusing on that over you know the graphics where they very well could say hey look at these awesome graphics gameplay is a little shoddy you know Mm -hmm. this gun doesn't work very well you know it's kind of broken but doesn't it look great they could do that very easily but they're not they're saying hey you know there may be you know this isn't the cleanest wall or you know there's you know it's not the sharpest um the box isn't the perfect angle or whatever but Mm -hmm. That, you know, that, that, um, op, or that Marshall, when it clicks the head, you know, it's, they're going down.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, there's two things. Number one, like you guys are saying in terms of riot, I think they are a very good th- company, probably the best company out there for this kind of things because they listen to the people mm-hmm. For all those other companies that are out there. If you are listening, you listen to your people. When people talk, they know what they're saying. <laughs> and when they ask for stuff, it's for a reason. Riot has the tendency <laughs> of when they listen to the gamers they listen to what gamers are complaining about or what gamers are asking for and they actually fix things and they do the right thing on the contrary of a lot of our other companies but we don't need to get into those dirty <laughs> conversation right now <laughs> but it's 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 it, 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 the the game needs very little not very little but these a couple of things added i just hope they don't go crazy with like you guys are talking about the 30 characters and right, right. And i hope they don't go down that line because if they go down that line this they're going to lose this game very quick this is a shooter game this is not a character based game you know although although it i don't consider it a character based i consider it actually more like a. I don't think they play the characters for the characters themselves it's more for the ability mm-hmm. you know like, you see, when you build a team, you know you're going to have a Jet. You know you're going to have an Omen. You sage. know you're going to have a Sage. You know most likely you're going to have a Viper. Or you're going to have a soba.
1: I'm always Sova. My main. Just saying.
0: It, it, if you, if it, you ever
1: need it, a soba on your team, just let me know.
0: You know that there's always going to be these players. Because of their abilities. You know? Like, I play Brimstone. I like Brimstone. I don't I'm not the kind of type of player to rush in and Brimstone is good about that. Brimstone is more about holding the spot. He'll use his Molly to 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 to, to burn down one of the passages so they have to rotate or they're gonna have to wait and it gives enough time for the defending team to, to to rotate and to defend. And once you're waiting there, then he uses ult on you, you're done. <clears throat> Each player has its has its abilities. That work on different type of gameplays and i like that yeah you know, it's, so, it's it's nice
2: another thing that i that i really noticed about the beta i don't know how much you guys messed around with the practice range
0: very little probably like 15 minutes that one before i started and then i just go right into it
2: <laughs> i think that it's really really good because it's something that no really other shooter offers you true like the you know like the speed test
1: the speed test i mm-hmm. found extremely helpful when i first was starting extremely helpful
2: because basically what that reminded me of is it was kind of like you bruno do you remember those like custom little servers that you could uh that you could subscribe mm-hmm. to for csgo that oh, those
0: crazy ones like they used to have gunfight or they had uh, special maps that people made or stuff like that
2: yeah 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 that mm-hmm. just things that would help with your aim would help with your movement stuff like that they pretty much just incorporated all of that into a into a shooting into like pretty much an open gun range yes which i think is is something that's amazing you know like i wish oh i also just remembered something else too about this game that i love the beta was the um i don't know for me you know running like tournaments and stuff like that uh and even if it's just like a head-to-head matchup between two teams Spectator clients are super important when it comes to that.
0: Oh, I love I love being able to talk to your players because uh, that's beautiful to me.
2: You know, I got a I got a lot of um I I got to see a lot of that in Overwatch. I got to mm. mess around with the spectator a lot for when we would do events. I would you know be in charge of the in-game camera, right? And you know the controls were very very good. I loved the way Overwatch had it. I you know, they're probably one of the best. But Riot's Valorant in beta phase, th- it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. You know, they already in my book surpassed rainbow six siege for sure. by one element. And that's the fact that you could have two spectators at one time. You would think that a game like rainbow six siege, which has been out <laughs> for five years now
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
2: would add at least one more spectator for the coach of the other team. So you could have two coaches in at the same time. You would think they would add that, right? No, it's been five years. We still haven't got that. And they did a full update on the spectator client literally just this year. But they didn't add the second spectator client. So now when the colleges run their uh, events, a buddy of mine, he coaches his, his college team. And it's, they have to take turns. Mm-hmm. They have Jesus to take turns Christ. being the spectator. It's like, oh, okay, well, uh, you can be the spectator of this game. And then the next map, I'll be a spectator. Like, ha- how does that feel as a coach, you know, in just these local tournaments? You
1: can because only of coach course, half the game.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> the thing is, Pro League, pro league, of course, they have this stuff, right? right. You know, they're Rainbow Six Siege has their com- a completely different client for Pro League. Yep. But when it comes to just your locals and your colleges – that are playing in this and, and Mm -hmm. you know, other leagues that are playing in this, they don't have access to that. So now you only have the one spectator client who's most likely the person who's streaming. So where do your coaches tie into it? Where can they watch? They have to watch up somebody else's screen. You have to watch off of the stream itself. You know, like it doesn't give you that opportunity. So like, like riot already did that. I, I, I do 10 mans on Fridays. I run 10 mans and it's awesome because if let's say i want to get somebody who's just wants to commentate it or just you know spectate it we can have that you know it opens up that opportunity it's Mm -hmm. something that i'm that i'm working on right now where i'm trying to create a competitive league for uh for valorant and it's giving me the opportunity to be able to stream it right from the spectator client and still have someone else there you know a commentator or let's say the coaches want to be in there boom you guys can have it coaches take it away you know what i'm saying so it opens up the opportunities for for you to be able to do that. Just like every single other game, Overwatch, I loved because I was able to do that with the spectator client. Mm-hmm. I think Overwatch you could even have more. I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but um, you were able to have multiple spectators in there. You know, so that that ties into the production side of things, where a lot of people kind of don't pay attention to that mm-hmm. because you know, as an average player, w- what do you care how many spectators are in? custom lobby right like to to the to the average player that doesn't really
1: mean anything right yeah no but most people they're like oh, i don't want to spectate
2: <laughs> yeah it's like well it doesn't matter you know like oh, i'll yeah. just i'll watch off I'll, I'll watch someone who's streaming right now right? right meanwhile for me when it comes to running events and stuff like that now it gives people the opportunity right, right. to kind of it's mess fine. around you with the different elements you yeah you, exactly so i i think that they made that really well, including the you know the the shooting range, which I think is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And if you got, have you guys tried out the the little hidden? Um, there's a, a little parkour. Oh, with jet. Have you done it at all? I any, I haven't. I saw, I
1: saw my buddy do it. Um,
0: didn't even I didn't even know so that. That's that's how mu- that's how much <laughs> I've gotten mad at the game that I've gotten away from the <laughs> look
2: it. I dude, I took so much time just to like pretty much explore this whole game. I went into custom games like on like by myself on maps to yeah. learn nade throws over over buildings. I started figuring out like nade angles.
0: Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that's <laughs> that, that 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 that's 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 a whole entire learning curve as at itself that this game has. Jesus
2: Christ. I think I've created easily on each map. I've created about maybe over like, probably 10 on each side, attacking right. defense.
0: This this map, this game is so crazy. You can shoot from point to point certain things. Yeah. Sova just... can easily point to point.
1: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Sova? I've been working on the Sova.
2: <clears throat> <you>
0: <laughs> he can be on A, and he'll shoot an arrow I... to B, and he'll mark the whole entire bomb site. Hey, I got to know where they are. What can I say? Yeah,
2: this Well, image. Bruno, that's just like Counter-Strike. You know, Counter-Strike. Um, yeah.
0: In a way. In a yeah. way.
2: One of my favorites was like on Mirage, you know, just all the smokes that you would throw when you're on attack. Dust
0: two right? when you when you can you can uh, you can uh, uh, flashbang over the over the wall or the the doors too long.
2: Yeah, there you go, boom, that's, that's like one. That. Uh, I love that one. I, I I abuse it all the time. Dust
0: two when you go from T site to B, you throw it over the building. It it lands inside of the bomb site B. Yep.
2: Um, on Mirage, you could literally smoke out. Um, you could smoke your way to boxes at the top of mid just from your spawn. Literally, as soon as you respawn, you just toss it up towards the little antenna there and boom, it lands perfectly. It's Um,
0: funny. Back in the day, we weren't even looking for these kind of things. Now everybody's (laughs) looking for points in advance. Jesus, it's the way the games have come to. It's just crazy.
2: Yeah. And, you know, of course, that comes to the fact that I joined CSGO late, right? You know, technically late. So like, by the yeah, time but still I was when you in came
0: it. in, we weren't we weren't even looking for those things. We knew the basics. Yeah. Nowadays it's every little oh, if you aim for that corner two inches above the window and it oh my god, come on. <laughs> it's it just play the game. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, so yeah, I mean that's what I've been doing in Valorant. I just kinda figure out all these crazy things. Like, especially with Brimstone with his Molly. Yep. Dude, I gotta get into a custom lobby with you. I gotta <laughs>
0: there's a lot there's a lot of stuff i mean that i i actually think now that that that's the whole transformation of gaming of these mm-hmm. kind of games that i actually think they built valorant in a way for those kind of things i mean sobo with his arrows doing 3 oh, 4 sure. ricochets
1: yeah. and the, the game's built for that Yeah. i, I and you can I just think... tell by the angles i mean right. so many walls have those different types of angles like that's not an accident you know one they, bad angle and they they it comes back to you doing. they knew well, what they were doing. The one of
2: the one of the people that were on the map building team actually um he was a he was part of the, the map building team for CSGO. Mm-hmm. So Explain, I think okay. that the way I think that the way that they figured they saw what happened with Counter Strike and their maps, mm-hmm. they were like, all right, well we might as well at least give these people the opportunity to do it in this game, right? Because you look at pros, you know, look at pro league. Just just look at any, any pro mm-hmm. matches in CSGO and see how many times Right off the bat, right off the of spawn, boom, you see when they're ready to push, yep. they throw, fi- you know, like five smokes. Yep. Boom, right on the map, everything is already ready to go, they push right onto site. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody messes up the smoke, then, you know, maybe you're giving them the opportunity to get a pick.
0: Or the round's lost. Or the round's that.
2: lost, exactly, right? And they're giving people the opportunity to do that because they know that that's, that's going to be part of the meta. That's going to be mm-hmm. part of pro league when when people start to get competitive with it i i see it already in these 10 mans that i run before i I was even doing more than 10 mans i had i had four teams going at it on friday on friday nights i would run a a round robin tournament with four teams (laughs) because that's how many people i have ready to go and these guys you know we would see some teams that are actually coordinated that would come on and they would just destroy us because why once they're ready to push onto the site out of nowhere, I see an omen smoke pop out of nowhere. Boom, brimstones, three smokes come down. Yep. You know, jet sage wall goes up. Next thing you know, all five of them are on site, and there's only two of us there. We or there, or
0: all five of them already behind you on the other side. You didn't even hear them come through.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yep. So you know, it, it definitely adds that element to it, which I think is 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 awesome. So again, another thing to just kind of praise Riot about, which which was. You know they were smart in the way that they made their maps, but they do need a they do need fixes. They do yeah. you know they definitely do need adjustments. A lot. They of gotta goes.
0: get rid of three bomb sites.
2: That's the worst. Get oh my rid gosh.
0: of it. <laughs> That's the Rumble worst. Rumble it up, burn it, destroy it. I don't care. Nobody cares about three. How you protect three bomb sites with five people?
2: Well, here's the problem with it is. It's not even just the fact that it's three bomb sites, but look, you're gonna have one person watching B, most likely, right? Yes. You have probably two on A, one holding mm-hmm. short, one holding long. Then mm-hmm. you're gonna need somebody in the garage or doors or whatever people call that. Mm-hmm. Then you have one person on C. Yep. You're so spread out on a three, a, a three, site map. It's impossible to make that competitive.
0: The map is not that small. It's actually pretty large. I mean, yeah. from the T from the T side for you to get to C, I mean, it'll take you easy a good 15, 20 seconds to get there. I mean, it it it's it's huge. The map is huge for what it is. I just think it's and I uh, you hear you, you you play it, you guys play, you hear the same. Thing. Everybody complains about it. Every every game you play that map particular map, you know somebody's saying or writing in the comments. I don't know who the hell came up with
2: three
0: bomb sites. They'll throw it out. Uh, Imagine Counter-Strike with three bomb sites.
2: Because you see, like Tom, I don't, you know, I I know you didn't play CS. Mm. So like, just, like, just to even think that there would be a map with three bomb sites in CS. I wouldn't play it. I wouldn't play it. Is like to us it's just the worst idea possible, like ever. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like and it, it's
0: a lot it's a more really players. Good. It's not just five players per team. We're talking to- it's a lot more players and you would still not it's it, it's it's
2: it's just not feasible. It it, it doesn't make mm. sense, you know. In my opinion, it doesn't make sense because you know, you do a hard A rush. Think about how much time it takes for your for your pl- person holding doors and holding C to get across. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying?
3: And, so it's and a it, while.
2: Yeah. And I struggle with it because I always like to hold C on that map. I love to have that just straight angle. And once you're in the corner, I'm ready to line your head up.
1: Give me that up. Yeah. Same.
2: You know, so <laughs> it's like when, when I hear my friends say, Hey, they're, you know, they're pushing a, by the time I get there, there's already at the bare minimum three people on site. Mm. And what can I do about it? You know,
0: clutching that for sure.
2: <laughs> so it's like you know it, it's really it's really really tough but i mean i think it's going to be something that they're going to have to to probably get rid of in my opinion i, I just don't see it being competitive
0: and I, I i see yeah they they gotta they got an, or the option of not using that map as, as a competitive map that's well right now that map shouldn't should be in just the casual Mm-hmm. not being competitive. Being they, a uh,
1: casual player, I do like the map.
0: <laughs> so, if
1: that tells you anything about how I play. Go
0: play competitive and you, will, I think you'll play one game and not go back to competitive. Trust me.
2: It's and fun. It's, it's, right. it's fun, yes. But As a hard. casual map, don't get me wrong, I've had my fun on that map. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, my friends and I, we, um, you know, one day we were playing and we were playing in these 10 mans and I came up with the idea of a 30 second push which means you literally wait till there are 30 seconds on the clock then we all rush C. Mm-hmm. And we just wait on those boxes in that corner, you know that little yep. try box? Yep, yep. We we all just stand there and wait. And then once I hear somebody walking down C long, it's either we get the pick and rush or we just wait the 30 wait we, we wait till there's 30 seconds on the clock mm-hmm. and go. Brimstone. And, <laughs> and I figured out my little sage wall that kind of gets me over that arch. Yep. So instead of even just, like, looking at the arc, like, you know, normally you would turn that corner. If you were the person pushing up, you would turn the corner and you would be looking at the arc doors, right? Mm-hmm. You'd be looking at those arch doors. Next thing you know, you look up and there's five people standing on a sage wall
3: <laughs>
2: above the arches. That's- and we just light yeah. them up, run to see. Boom. You know, so it's fun. It's fun. You know, you could definitely have fun if you can get creative with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm not denying that. I think that when it just comes to a competitive standpoint. Oh, God. Like it's it's just not it's it's not feasible. It's and it's I don't know.
0: funny these people that are playing competitive right now they don't realize that their badges not gonna not ro- not gonna reflect in the actual game.
2: Oh my gosh, I think and they a- take
0: it so damn.
2: Oh, I need to get the dude
0: in less than a month. The game's coming out. Even the stuff that you bought, you're getting your money back.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you already know I invested a lot into it. I've put, <laughs> I've a, put, it. I've put a lot of money into this game, and uh, I'm, a, you know, I'm a little disappointed. Yeah, but you're getting, that, you're but you're getting okay. your money back. <laughs> yeah, but
0: think like this, though. You see right now, they're very limited. On, like you guys were talking about, they, like, they're investing more in the way the visuals of the actual game. How many options do they have? on? There's not that many options on buying skins for the guns. There's not that many out there, and I think that's good.
2: Yeah, I think they're are as of right now they came out with four sets, which was the Imperium, one of my favorites, the one with the dragon, the Reaver, another sick one with the animation. I think that that's such like a cool them. element that they added to it, you know.
0: Yeah, the ice one, right? The the, the, the old one.
2: Oh, that's another one, the Avalanche, yeah. So yeah. five. Uh Avalanche Deluxe, which is the one mm-hmm. that changes colors. You can, mm-hmm. you know, you can upgrade it for multiple colors. And then the last one which was the uh Prism yes yeah i mean
0: it's good it's it's nice like that it's not like counter strike that you have you can get all these damn skins for the guns and and stuff like that but it's like they're investing more in the way games looks and and it's nice but people are just oh like the other day i was playing they told them oh yeah you your gun looks nice but you know you're gonna have to buy it again and the guy was like what do you mean And oh, I I, no. just, I just shut my microphone, and I <laughs> oh, heard this whole no. conversation with a box of popcorn, and I'm like, this is going to be a beautiful film. And this guy didn't realize he just spent this money, and he's going to get the credit back to buy it again because he's going to lose it. And then they told him, yeah, you know, your rank's not it's just, just for the beta. When it comes in for real, you know everything gets reset. And he's like, what?
2: Oh, no. Beautiful. Oh, I... If you're out there, I'm I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're just finding that out because that's... Uh, they take oh. it too
0: too too serious, man, and and it, it gets abusive. Yeah, I mean it 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 gets abusive to to a point, and
2: it's just it's just. There oh. is one thing that I would like to see, which was kind of like an element that I always liked about Overwatch. Um, you know, I'm somebody who I love cosmetics in any video game. Sure. You know, Counter Strike, I. I, I had you know just so many, so many skins, knives, everything you know, and I would cycle through them whenever I would log on. I'd be like, you know what, today I'm not going to use this knife. I'll use this one, right? It's just just to kind of get a look, like just a different look. Um, and with Overwatch, I loved the skins like that. It was something that like I like obsessed over. Like, um, one of my favorites of all time is is Genji's, um, the or not genjis i'm sorry uh hanzo his wolf sure yep mm-hmm. i i love that one that's my favorite it's the only one that i use for hanzo <laughs> i have so many for him but it's still the only one that i use i think it's i think it's amazing and i'm kind of curious if if valorant's going to do th- something like that with their characters cuz you know we see how riot is with uh-huh. with
1: league league yeah i'm sure they'll do something I'm, like that i'm um, i they'll
2: change not probably be surprised.
0: like yeah like different Inside of the each, each each character, you'll have different versions of the character. That yeah, the outfits like. and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah. That that's how it should be. I don't think. I actually think they should concentrate more on that than adding more than. I don't think they should have more than ten characters.
2: Yeah, the characters. I I, I mean, I'm pretty sure. If if I'm correct, I'm pretty sure that they've already said they're not going to have too many characters. Mm-hmm. And maps as well. They're gonna keep the map pool pretty small too, um, which is good. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to play. You know, I don't want to have twelve different maps that mm. I can play. You oh. know what I'm saying? Because it's just, it, it really minimizes your opportunity. It's, it's not gonna be like Counter Strike where you can choose the map you want, you want to play. Mm. You know, I already know that. You know, and and it, that's just kind of how any other game is. You know, Overwatch, you don't really get to choose. Oh well, I only want to play Gibraltar, right? right? Or, you know, whatever other map, you know, you might like, you know, that I that was something that was kind of different about Counter-Strike where it was just like if you were somebody who loved Inferno or you loved Mirage, you only chose those two maps and you only queued up for those two maps, mm-hmm. right? That's
0: when you go play and then the other team decides to block that map and then you're screwed.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, I think that, like, this game that they've already agreed to that so I would like to see like character skins. I think that mm-hmm. that would be like yeah. awesome. The only thing is it, it might make it tough when it comes to gameplay, because what happens in the situation that your character is unrecognizable? Like, I, you know, like let's say you come in late to the game and so you, somebody's wearing an Omen skin, right? And mm-hmm. as a newer player, you're just like, who is that guy? You know, like oh, but that guy I mean, doesn't maintain, look anything like. His... You
0: can you can have the character look differently, but at least. I, I focus on the actual – like you have the bar on top with the pictures of, of the characters. I focus myself on that, and I think mm-hmm. that should maintain the same, although the character looks different. But on top, the picture is the same. You know who's who. Yeah, but- yeah.
2: Because for me, like I am I I came into League of Legends late. I played because my mm-hmm. friends play. And I mean I don't even know how old League of Legends is at this point, but it's old. Jesus, you know, there's old. characters – that are like like they're easily over a hundred characters, and all of these characters all have so many different skins. So now when I, I get into a like I get into League games and I see a character and I'm
1: like, I've what? definitely been in that snare because I'm the same thing. I got into League late. I don't play it often. I almost <laughs> never play it now. And then I'll hop in and be like, who the hell is that character? It's like that's like your main. I'm like I've never seen that skin before in my life. I have no yeah. Idea
2: and they look completely different, right? And it's just yeah, like yeah. – like for me, like let's say I'm getting I'm getting ganked from like a different lane or, or mm-hmm. like the jungler is coming at me. And <laughs> I just see them flying at me. I don't even know what character it is. Therefore, I don't know their abilities. And I'm just like, uh, is this guy coming from mid? Is this the top player? Is it the uh, jungler? Like who is this guy? You know? Like, <laughs> What's I, I coming know. at
0: me now? What's, <laughs> What's coming at
2: me and what is this person going to do to me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, of course I can – that that, that that could also get confusing, but I also don't think that they're going to add too much when it comes yeah. to I hope not. Cosmetics. I mean,
0: like, like we were saying, like in terms of the comparisons between one game and the other, I mean, you got pro CSGO players that are rotating towards Valorant. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen Stewie 2K play tons of Valorant and almost nothing of CS. Um,
2: it's scary.
1: Uh,
0: I've actually, I think I've seen Twist also. Mm-hmm playing some Valorant, although he plays a lot more CSGO. I mean, the the, the guys from Astralis, most of them are playing Valorant when they're not... I mean, it shows how similar both of the games are and how much us CS players were craving for something like this, and that's the only thing that scares me, is that I'm... I'm addicted to CSGO. I've always Mm -hmm. been addicted to it. I've, I've been a fan... I mean... My games used to be Diablo and CS:GO, two very different games. I love them both, and I still gravitate towards CS:GO more than Diablo. And it scares me because I don't see that many young players playing CS:GO because all these kids want is Fortnite, 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 that yeah. kind of stuff. And and you don't have uh, players playing Go, and it's just it it scares me that this thing is going to end up like. Almost like Rainbow Six?
2: Well, for me, I I wouldn't be too worried about Counter-Strike. I hope not. Counter-Strike always has its its strong population. What I'm worried about is I'm looking at the pros in Overwatch. Like, Tom, I know you (laughs) saw Sinatra, who is literally the biggest in the Overwatch League. The
1: face. (laughs) He was the face of the Overwatch League.
2: The face. Like, the best player definitively out there. And this guy... Decides to retire from Overwatch to
0: go Mid-season. play Valorant.
2: Like Bruno, it's I don't a th-
0: headache. It's less of a headache, trust me.
2: Yeah, I but think- the thing is, Bruno, it's like just him doing that yep. affects everyone else in that yep. league. Just him making that move affects Overwatch League so much because when you have your best player, your face of your of your league leaving. To play a game that hasn't come out yet. Yes. It affects it a lot, you know, and I'm more scared of that than I am of Counter Strike. You know, Counter Strike, no matter yeah, you might not see young people around here playing it, but go to another country that oh, doesn't no, yeah, have for sure. the opportunities to play on a good computer. What are they When we had the Land Center, we had people who would who were coming who were like maybe like on vacations and stuff like that, coming from like you know, a a lot of, like, Eastern European countries. Yep. Um, They would go to the buffet next door, and then they would come by, and they'd say, oh, it's a land center. And then what was the first question? Do you have 1.6?
0: Jesus Christ,
2: 1.6. Holy moly. To this day, they still play 1.6. Tom, that's, like, before Counter-Strike. That was before CSGO. It It was was called
0: Counter-Strike 1.6? Yeah. I I think it was just Counter-Strike at one point.
2: So, yeah, yeah. It was Counter-Strike before CSGO so hard. like csgo was like the new is the newer nicer version right. this dude you look at it it's like playing on a gamecube yep. <laughs> like that's how bad it looks but these guys that's what that's all they have in their country mm-hmm. right? so this it, it was pixelated
0: the game pixels pixels
2: dude, like i i hopped on one computer to play it right and you know of course at, at that point it, you know that's when i was like kind of like my uh, my counter-strike period I was on my CSGO period, and I'm just like, what am I playing right now? Because mm-hmm. this doesn't even feel right. Yep. You know, like, just the character movement. it Like, it literally felt like you were bringing me back to playing a retro console.
3: hmm
2: You okay. know, like I, like, I I remember um, not long ago, I messed around with, with Doom, the original.
0: Mm-hmm. It looks the same, yeah. 1.6 looks the same as Doom. I was thinking about that.
2: Wow. <laughs> oh my God! It's so bad. Like I and you know, Doom <laughs> in its time was Doom. Right? Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's like now, go back and play that Doom and see if you could even get past like the first couple <laughs> levels.
0: It reminded no. me. The, it reminded me a lot like uh, Duke Nukem, the original one when it came out. The, the way the the
2: characters looked was the same. Yeah. Wasn't yeah, a an round and- head. It
0: was a square head.
2: The way they would move, yeah. right, like the, the, the movements, like the characters didn't have any detail, and these guys still play that, yep. you know, and that's what they play in those countries. And and that's where you're going to start – that's where you're going to see more of the, the the newer CSGO players come from. You know, a lot of them are going to be coming from Eastern Europe and yeah. just other countries in Europe. You're not going to see it in NA m- anymore because NA has been taken over by Fortnite and games like Rocket League and stuff like that, you know. Here in NA, you have so many more opportunities mm-hmm. because it's just like, okay, well, you want to be a Rocket League player? Go ahead. You want to be a 2K player? Go ahead. You want to be a Madden, street fighter, like, you know, a, a fighting game player, sh- any of the shooters, you have all these options. You know what I'm saying? Yep.
0: So- Shout out to the organizations out there. Start hiring – start start contracting us 30-year-olds. We'll play. <laughs> <laughs> we'll play for you. Is your, and- age, your age gap stopping at 22, 23, 24? you can't retire at that age. I'm sorry. Us 30s and 35s and 36, we can still play.
2: Well, we're we're here. We're here. <laughs> but um yeah, you know, that, that that's that's just that's just it, you know. The youth is playing other games and you know, in other countries they're still playing Counter-Strike. So, you know, I'm not too worried about Counter-Strike as much as I'm worried about what's going to happen to the pro scene of Overwatch. You know, Overwatch yeah. the game is always going to be Overwatch at the end. Oh of the game, yeah. You know, with just Korea alone, yeah, no, you know, it, yeah. that can just run Overwatch, right? In, you know, and it's basically. <laughs> but um, you know, here in NA is just the opportunities you have. Like yeah. another one, I think that we're you know overlooking a little bit is is Call of Duty. You know, look look at the the resurgence mm-hmm. they're having now, and, and mm-hmm. yeah. with their we're new Call of down. Duty League,
1: yep, we'll yeah. right, all that. That's I just wish and, they
0: had more teams. That's all.
2: Yeah, but we- it's like. For me, Call of Duty, I played a lot in middle school. That was like the, like whatever, what was it? Like uh, the, like Modern Warfare, like the original. Yeah. That right? was at
0: the time that there was a game called Medal of Honor.
2: Yes. I loved Medal <laughs> of Honor. of oh, frontline, man. Frontline. Uh, airborne. 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 <laughs> I loved it.
0: But yes. That's, that's what it was. Yeah.
2: So for me, that's what Call of Duty was. Call of Duty was like, oh, you know, and of course we, you know, we see it all over social media. We see like the nostalgia where people are like, oh, you know, back then on Xbox 360. Right. Um, And it's, it's coming back. And now you're starting to see that the younger generations who are like around that age now, around middle school, Mm -hmm. they're starting to be built by it now. Right. And they're starting to have. You know, Call of Duty built into them. Meanwhile, the younger mm-hmm. generations are, are are having you know Fortnite built into them. Right, yeah. right. But Call of Duty is another game where I think Call of Duty is going to be huge, 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 huge. You know, especially when it comes to their esports. I think I I love. I don't know if you guys watch it at all, but I love Call of Duty League.
0: I actually haven't. Haven't been able to. F- I, stupidly and as dumb as it might seem, I haven't been able to find it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I've been like, let me look into it. And I'm like, what the hell? I mean, even on TV, I I, fi- I find Formula One races. I find uh, NBA two Ks. I says, where's the league? What the heck? You got you got a big multimillionaire in New York City that just invested in a in a in a team, and you don't give it here in New York. I says, what well, something's not right.
2: Yeah, I think I think it just still um. You know there's a lot of bigger esports yeah. that it's are being on the newer watched. side, yeah. Yeah, so uh, you know, it needs you to give prove that itself some time. First. It needs to yeah. prove itself. Exactly, Exactly, exactly. Like what
1: Overwatch League did. I mean, they proved themselves on Twitch and then they, you know, you saw them um towards the last at uh, the end of last year on not only, you know, the ESPN, Disney mm-hmm. XD. Mm-hmm. I saw a game, I think it was on USA, for example.
2: Yeah, even on uh, ABC too.
1: ABC mm-hmm. everywhere. So uh, Call of Duty could get there. These guys, you know, they have to <laughs> earn it. They have to earn it. Of
2: course, of course. And as long as they don't ruin it. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite things as like a traditional sports fan, you know, I love, my favorite is football. Mm. Um, is know. that you have teams that now represent your city. Yep. Just yes. like Overwatch League. That was my favorite thing about Overwatch League compared to Same. any other esport. You know, like. Mm-hmm. granted, CSGO, great to watch, very easy to watch. I loved mm-hmm. it, right? You could follow your teams, but it's not the same as having a team that represents your state or where you're from, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, yo, I have a New York, right? Like, you know, NYXL, I guess, you know, was is my team. Granted, in traditional sports, I am not a New York fan whatsoever. <laughs> but still, it's just the fact that a lot of people... From their own states, can kind of round, you know, like just kind of like group up behind a team, right? And it's just like they can push their own state, and you know, they represent their own city, and just be like, wow, you know, like, like for Call of Duty League, it's the um, New York Mm Subliners, you know, and and for uh, Overwatch League, it's the New York uh, New York Excelsior. And if you ever go to the city, and you go to a place to watch, like a Land Center to go Mm -hmm. watch at, or you know, just the viewing parties that they have packed. They are, you know, packed with people. It's, and it's always a pride.
1: Yeah. It's a pride. I mean, you could be uh, you know, you you could be not an Overwatch fan, but be a New York fan. And now you're like, hey, this team this is a New York team. Go New York, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I had a few times uh, in the spring last year um, when the Overwatch League was on, like ESPN, Disney, etc. I would, you know, we'd have some, you know, if I would get together for family or whatever. I would, you know, turn on be like just to see, you know, scores and stuff, what was going on, and my cousins would be like, like, oh, what's this? I'm like, oh, it's you know, what you know, it's the New York team playing right now. They're like, oh, it's New York. I was like, yeah, they don't really play game; they're not gamers, but it was like there was a certain sense of pride, like, oh, New York is playing, like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, it, I mean, did it, it was made such a difference as far as esports goes. Um, I think that we're going to be seeing a lot more of that as well um, with, you know. Lots of different esports. I hope at least, Um, because it gives you something extra. It gives you something to identify with, which is I think important.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I'm not an Overwatch fan or anything. I've heard the Excelsior.
2: Exactly.
0: (laughs) I'm a Call of Duty fan. I haven't heard about the other teams. I mean, (laughs) yes, yeah,
2: yeah. Give it some time. Give it some time. time (laughs) That's
0: why I was saying I think the, the 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 league should have more teams because I mean, what do you have? Atlanta. You have Minnesota. Uh, it'll get there not many more i've said where's new york i said where's new york New york don't have a team it's, it's strange it's strange but i mean hopefully it's a, it, like i was saying before hopefully they don't ruin the game Hope when i mean they not the players i mean or, or the, or the, the, the... Tri, Triarch the tree arc and all these guys i mean they don't please don't get pretty don't get cute just fix what you have to fix. Don't add crazy stuff. The game is good as it is. I mean, don't get pretty with jumping on walls and flying in the air
1: again. <laughs> yeah, we will really do go back to that. That's why uh, I hadn't played Call of Duty in ages besides Warzone. Uh,
0: yeah. But... but it is what it is. Listen, gentlemen, it's been very good talking with you guys
1: definitely um, fernando thank you so much for coming on um
2: yeah absolutely man
1: and i'm definitely happy to be back on a podcast it's been a very long time it's been a long time coming good to be many, back good to many talk months, to you. many months many months you bruno fernando i hope we can definitely have you back on in the near oh
0: people. listen we can keep this conversation on for hours the way this <laughs> thing is going we, sp- we spoke for a long time just on one game there's there's nah, definitely we have to have you back here because this is it it it's 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 a gulf of fresh air for this whole entire podcast and it's it it's something that's good and you know it's good to have somebody local with the knowledge that you have and yeah it, it it's a good thing for everybody, and I mean we have to have you back
2: I'm always uh, around you know you could always text me whatever it is and and if you guys want in on the ten mans, you know you always let me know <laughs> I, I I'll create space, don't worry, I'll get you guys in there and you know. I'm always around. I'm always around. I appreciate
0: it. I appreciate it, man. All right, everybody out there. Uh, another one's in the books. Thanks, um, for in. thanks for tuning in. Please follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on uh, Twitter. Also, check out our, our new updated webpage. Sign up if you're interested. There's a lot of fun stuff on the webpage. Mm-hmm. Uh If anybody has a suggestion out there for somebody they would like to see or hear from or content, anything, shoot us a DM. We'll get back to you as soon as possible, okay? Um, And I guess we will hear – you'll hear from us soon. We haven't forgot about you. We will never forget about you guys. Peace out. Have a good one, bye. Bye.